Hello, everyone. This is Jeffrey Kerr. I'm here today with one of the all-time most influential African-American theater leaders. He has directed on Broadway and in London's West End. He's also a prolific television director, having helmed episodes of Sister, Sister, The Jimmy Fox Show, Everybody Loves Raymond, What I Like About You, Friends, The Tracy Morgan Show, Frasier, Hannah Montana, George Lopez, and many more. He has a new book out titled My Own Directions and a new movie premiering on BET on November 17th titled Christmas Party Crashers. Please welcome Sheldon Epps. Hello. Good to be here. Nice to see you. Hey, ditto. To start things off, would you mind telling us about your new book? Sure. Uh, The book is called My Own Directions, subtitled uh, A Black Man's Journey in the American Theater. And uh, I think that pretty much describes what the book is about. It's about my personal journey as a person of color, working to succeed in the American theater against uh, some obstacles and challenges, which fortunately I was able to overcome, but they are still obstacles and challenges that exist today. So I'm hoping that the book is an inspiration to people who are coming up right now. Sounds nice to hear. And what inspired you to write it? Um, I was inspired at the end of my tenure at Pasadena Playhouse. I was artistic director there for 20 years. And uh, as I was stepping down from that position, people said, you should write a book. You ought to write a book. And I sort of dismissed it. But a lot of people kept asking. And um, I thought about it for about three years. And when the pandemic hit and we all had to stay home and be isolated, I knew I couldn't give my excuse, give myself the excuse of not having time to do it or not having the mental space to do it because I wasn't doing anything else. So uh, I started writing it then. And then it was further spurred by the Black Lives Matter movement and by conversations that went on during that time about racism in the American theater. And what do you hope readers take away from reading your book? I hope that uh, people will come to believe that they should not be defined by what others say they can or can't do. When I started directing and when I became an artistic director, many people were skeptical about uh, a Black man trying to lead what was really considered a white American theater, a historical theater, which had not had much involvement by any artist of color. So I hope that people will come away from the book believing that they should define their own lack of limitations, I guess is the best way to say it, that they should they should consider their own unlimited possibilities and decide what it is they want to do, not be told what they can and cannot do. Going back to the beginning, how did you first get started in the theater? Uh, I really started in the theater uh, as a hobby in junior high school and high school. I had just moved to um, a new neighborhood, a new kind of civilization in Teaneck, New Jersey, where I was frequently the only Black kid in my class. And it was very lonely. It was very much culture shock. I was looking for a community, a place to be. And I wasn't much for sports at that time. So I drifted toward the, the drama club, towards doing plays and musicals in junior high school and high school. And then around about my senior year, decided it was something that I wanted to do professionally, which fortunately my parents supported, but they said you have to go to college. So I went to Carnegie Mellon University and studied there as an actor for four years. And how did you find yourself eventually directing? 
Uh, I started directing about five years after I got out of college, really because I was a little unsatisfied with being an actor and not having much control over my own career. Uh, as an actor, you just have to sit and wait by the phone until somebody calls you, and then you have to audition, you have to wait until somebody hires you. As a director, you can make your own projects and present your own projects. And actually, I started a theater company with four people that I went to college with. The idea was that we really wanted a place where we could choose what we wanted to do. So I did that first as an actor, but eventually was persuaded to move over to directing. And you've also directed a lot of television over the years. How did you find yourself working in that medium? It really was through my work in the theater. Fortunately, the, the theater company that I was at, Pasadena Playhouse, is in greater Los Angeles. And that's where people uh, produce television shows. So a lot of people involved in television would come to see my productions at Pasadena Playhouse. And I guess they were impressed or liked what they saw. So I got started to get invitations to direct for television and spent some time observing to sort of learn the craft of it, but then moved rather quickly into directing television also. Are there any TV credits in particular that happen to be among your favorite experiences in that area? Well, two things, three things come to mind, actually. Uh, Frasier, which I think is just one of the best TV series there ever was. It was so well-written and the actors were so wonderful. And then just because it's so well-known, I was fortunate to do Friends, and that was great. Uh, but also a show called Girlfriends that I did for five seasons as producer-director. And I did most of the episodes during those five seasons. So it was really like my baby for a little while. And it grew into a great community and the work was good and convivial, but also important. You know, we told a lot of important stories about uh, the Black experience in America and the woman's experience. So it was, it was wonderful to sort of be there to guide those, those great women who were on that show. Yeah, and speaking of Frasier, I heard that's going to be coming back with a new run of episodes on Paramount+. Plus. Do you, have you gotten a call or anything about getting to work on it? <laughs> if not, if they give you a call, would you be interested? I'll just say there there's some conversations happening about that, and I hope that will work out. I'd, I'd love to do that, yes. Meanwhile, you've got a new TV movie coming up on BET titled Christmas Party Crashers. What can you tell us about it? Uh, it's a it's a very clever, fun uh, rom com set at Christmas time. It's very much like one of the old uh, Audrey Hepburn, Cary Grant movies, where uh, a couple meets by happenstance and they start doing a lot of crazy and uh, audacious things and. In the process, they fall in love and celebrate. And this one is special because it's at the Christmas holidays. And how did the opportunity for you to make it come about? Uh, I had directed a TV series on uh, BET many years ago. And also uh, Girlfriends was shown on BET for a long time. So my work was known to the execs at BET and Last May, I suddenly got a call really out of nowhere asking me to read the script and see if I'd be interested. And I read it and was very impressed and charmed by it. So uh, I committed to it and went to work pretty quickly after that, about two or three weeks after I read it, we were in production. Wow, must have been a fast turnaround. It was, yeah. <laughs> and, a, and a fast shoot. It was a, only a 14-day shoot, which is fast for a full-length movie. And what was it like getting to make the movie? 
Well, the funny thing about making holiday movies is you have to make them so far in advance to uh, have them be ready for this time of year. So we were shooting this holiday movie in Georgia in the middle of the summer when it was about 105 degrees outside. (laughs) So, you know, here it is hot and humid and everybody's having to put on coats because they're supposed to be in cold weather. And there's all these Christmas decorations around suddenly when nothing else is decorated for Christmas. So that part is kind of fun. Uh, It's long days and hard work, but I had a wonderful cast and we had a lot of fun together and the crew was great and we had a good script. So it was it was a pretty smooth process overall. Okay, for those listening who might be interested in tuning in, what do you hope they can take away from it? Oh, this is just one where I hope people will have a good time. You know, as I said, it's it's a comedy caper, holiday, good spirits, um, romantic comedy. So uh, it's a great, great movie for this time of year when you just want a little escapism and want to have fun and enjoy some pretty people falling in love and walking around in nice clothes and great decorations and saying clever things. So I just want the audience to have a lot of fun watching it. And for those who'd like to pursue a career in show business, where do you think would be a good place to start? Uh, Start by studying. I always say that you've got to learn the craft. Uh, A lot of people think that you can just decide on a whim. You want to be an actor, a director, a designer, whatever. But it's it's a craft. You've got to learn the techniques. You have to learn the art of it. Sometimes I compare it to brain surgery. Nobody would want a brain surgeon who didn't go somewhere to study to open up your head and do an operation on your brain. Well, I think the theater is like that too. Uh, People should have a passion for it and be eager to do it, but they should learn how to do what they want to do. So uh, go to a good school and study and then work as often as you can, wherever you can to continue to learn the craft. Before we go, do you have any other upcoming projects that you'd like to share with us? Uh, Well, I also direct a show called The Upshaws, which has just been renewed for its third season on Netflix. So that'll go into production soon, and I hope to do more of those. And I just did a great play in Houston, Texas called Miss Maud, which has been optioned to be done on Broadway and other theaters over the country. So hopefully uh, you'll hear more about that in the months to come. Well, hey, I hope so, too. It sounds exciting. Thank you. And Sheldon, I thank you very much for devoting your time to this interview. It was great getting to talk to you. Thank you. I enjoy the time. Enjoy talking with you. Thanks for taking the time. And for those who'd like to keep up with your career, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, On Instagram, under my name, Sheldon Epps, on my Instagram page. And uh, I'm not the best with social media, but I have a lovely wife who's good about posting things for me. So uh, come to my Instagram page. Thanks again for joining me today, Sheldon. This was great. Thank you. If you love this show, please leave us a review. Go to ratethispodcast.com slash podcast and follow the simple instructions. Feel free to subscribe to wherever you get this podcast. If you'd like to find more content from me, please visit my website, which is www.carereviews.net. You can also find it on Twitter at CareReviews and me at Jeffrey Care. Thanks for listening, and I will see you all later.